Jordan and I are going to review the 2015 action thriller Sicario. All right, I'm here with Jordan, and I think I found my new favorite action movie of all time, Sicario. What a movie. Um, there's so many places we can start with this one because I just love this movie. Um, but I want to start here with you. And so, okay, let, let's start here. Sicario is a movie about hitmen and cartels in Mexico. The word Sicario means hitman, as we learn in the opening scene, which is is that the your favorite opening scene of all time, like uh, for an action movie? Because God, is that perfect? It's so intense, unbelievable, unbelievable. When the when they find the bodies in the walls. Well, not I mean. so going backwards, <laughs> going backwards, just starting with the black screen that says Sicario is like whatever, and then it says it's Spanish for yeah. hitman. It's just a perfect trope in the movie, and then obviously, it cuts to the opening scene where, you know, the FBI is raiding this house and. It gets shot up by some members, and then the guy, like, it just fits perfectly. The guy shoots to the wall. They're like, what's that? And then the, the bodies are just filling <laughs> the entire infrastructure of the house, and it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. What stuck out to you about that scene? Why does it work? I mean, like you mentioned, the intensity. It, it starts with the, the truck just barreling through a wall yeah. as two guys are watching TV. And I don't know. It, it kind of makes you think, like, where like this stuff actually happens and this this goes on um these fbi house raids where it's just guys in a house and one and day their house gets raided and they get shot up and they're hiding a bunch of bodies in the wall <laughs> yeah which makes you think even more about what the fuck's going on with the cartels well that's the first reason why i love this movie so much is it gives you an insight that i mean you get it from breaking bad you get it from better call saul but you get this insight into something that's so foreign to us being from the Northeast where we don't really have, I mean, obviously I'm talking out of line here. I don't know off the top of my head, but we, we don't have as much influence or um, exposure to these gangs that are shipping drugs and mulling drugs over the line to Mexico and vice versa to America. Um, so we don't really have these experiences with like these empty houses in, you know, rural areas in like Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, that, just basically house um, cartel members that are making, manufacturing, shipping, and selling drugs. So to be able to get this insight of the cartel, I I can't really remember an experience like that where I just for an hour and a half, I was just with these (laughs) agents down in Mexico, hanging out with them, going on cartel raids, and I enjoyed every second of it. Um, The reason the opening scene worked for me is this this common trope that is used in movies uh, specifically with the music. So the the intensity of the background music, the di- non-diagenic background music, and then they were using this contrast of silence. Did you notice that? So like the music itself, the so you know the difference between diegetic and non-diegetic, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. I took a music film, a music and film class. That's the only reason why I know it. Um, I actually learned that this year because one of my roommates is super into film he studies it in college and oh that's sick he it was i think it was the guardians of the galaxy christmas special and he kept talking about it about how it kept switching back and forth from diegetic to non-diegetic and then we watched guardians 3 and it was the same thing and james gunn i guess is really big on that because now i can't whenever i watch guardians now it's all i notice yeah that, that whenever i watch movies in general it's what i notice now too so the sound of the intense drums and just all around amazing soundtrack in this movie. The The soundtrack is perfect. It is right on. It makes you, your body, your emotions just kind of 
follow along with the drums and the percussion and everything, but they're contrasting it so nicely with the diegetic silence of the scene where the characters are sitting there, you know, they're sweating, they're kind of staring off into space. You can tell when they're getting ready to do this raid that it's very intense and that they're very nervous and it's just, it's perfect. It's, it's such a perfect uh, mix that really works with this movie and just provides one of the greatest uh, opening scenes that I can remember in an action movie. Um, something so dark, so sinister, yet yeah, so realistic. Super I jarring. Like, yeah, and I felt like this was something that happened. It felt like more of a documentary more than a movie, you know? And, yeah, you, you definitely felt like you were kind of in the raid in, well... That's that's a bit far, but yeah, no, <laughs> you, I know what you're you saying. felt everything that the characters were feeling. Yes, exactly. Um, and then obviously, anytime there's two explosions six minutes in, I mean, I'm I'm in. I'm just bought in at that. Point. <laughs> yeah, that's, you you. you I'm locked me. in. Yeah, I'm locked in. Um, so I wanted to ask you this question about the movie as a whole before we really kind of got into it. Is this movie an anti-war movie? anti-war movie what i mean I don't is think so. like, I, I think the this, war on drugs yeah like showing that there's it's not being fought the right way or that there can't be a right way to fight it like it's I almost sort of like I, I just vietnam or afghanistan where there is, i think they're saying that there's no real winners and it shouldn't be fought i i don't think they're saying it shouldn't be fought i do think they're saying there's no winners and, and I, I think the commentary isn't about anti-war. It's more about we need to start opening our eyes and realizing how bad this stuff is instead of just turning a blind eye. And it, it makes you think, I think the main thing that it's trying to tell you is, is it worth it to be violent and uh, break the law in order to get something done and actually accomplish something rather than what the FBI agents and Kate do where they, like Kate says, they, they're barely scratching the surface of making yeah. an impact. And she only sees that when she sees how far you have to go to actually get something done um, in that fight. See, I disagree. I thought what it was saying is that this war is useless at this point. They have to do something different because it's basically eroded down now to these guys from wherever just killing everyone dying. And and the only way to make a, a noise is to go and out and kill people and do it the illegal way like you mentioned what the cia was doing and i think that's why it's sort of a commentary on the war of on drugs i think they're saying that this is not the right way to fight the war and we've just fallen apart and we need to figure out a new way or you know legalize drugs something like that but obviously what's happening legalized <laughs> most I'm, illegal I'm, drugs in the world well the idea with that is when you legalize drugs you would have them sort of like dispensaries and there would be areas for you to go um get drugs that are clean and have clean yeah but it's it's not them. weed it can be as clean as you want it doesn't mean you're not going to get hooked on it and ruin your life you know what i mean yeah but i think i think what you're saying is important because we see it come two completely different ways and i think that's part of the point too is that you're supposed to you're supposed to leave this movie thinking about what to do and yeah. <laughs> i left it thinking okay the cia agents they broke the law they did some really shitty things, but I think it's better than what the FBI does. And I think it's more worthwhile, like obviously killing the family and stuff. I think that's more movie magic. I don't think that's, um, you know, what you should do in, in real life and in this type of fight. But yeah, I do think it's okay to not go by the book if you're going to actually accomplish something. 
and you see it more like they're you, if you're just killing people and it's it's making just a small impact like all you're doing is shutting down one one part of this massive uh, operation that you can never actually shut down or really have full control over then maybe it's not worth it to fight it so i i think it's interesting what you're saying i, I don't completely like I do disagree, but I respect your opinion and like, yeah, it's supposed to make you think about that. I just think with the cartel, it feels like at the end, obviously he kills the big cartel boss. Does the war on drugs end? No, there's still well, drugs. You're no, but the thing, the thing that I think his name was Matt. Je- what was it? Josh Brolin's character. I think, it's, oh, I think it's Matt. Yeah. His name's Matt. Yep. And he said, I mean, at the end when Kate punched him in the face and she, he like, subduser and controls her he's like great word for it subdue subdue (laughs) yeah Yeah. he finally tells her like the whole point of it is just so they can stop the like different cartels and just have one big operation that they can control and it's like i guess that's better but (laughs) is it worth all to go through all of what they did so that's the idea with legalizing is that you would have the one the one way to get it there's no way there's no it inherently cuts out the market for illegal drugs when you have legal drugs right i i don't know do you think it's do you think they're that like accessible as it is like anyone can if you want if you want heroin you can get heroin we live in new hampshire jordan you know that answer yeah i guess honestly you're you're making me you're kind (laughs) of changing my it's worked it's worked in other countries that have done this where they make it, and then the people that are sick and are using that stuff, they end up getting better because they go to these facilities and they get bored of going to the facility, and then they're like, "All right, I want to get clean now." I would cut down on spreading yeah, you, hepatitis. You get rid of the, uh, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's you, you get rid of the thrill of like trying to hide it from yeah. your family. I guess yeah. like some people get off on that. Yeah. I don't know. And then the overdoses is the other thing. Like, there's way less overdoses because people aren't getting tainted. It's cleaner. Drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't mean to push push my agenda on you, but no, that's... <laughs> no, I, I just thought that's what the movie was talking about. Because to me, I see this movie and I'm like, oh, this is totally an anti-war movie. And then this movie is, um, I think they're leaning a certain way that the war on drugs has been the most cost, um, the the most costly war in the entire world, and it's had the most casualties in, um, ever. So, it's wow, weird. that's a good, it's a good stat. Yeah, and um, probably because it's a never-ending war. Yeah, it's never ending war and it's not between two sides. It's it's every there's everyone knows someone in their life who's affected by drug addiction and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, so that leads me to my next question is who won this movie? And it's character wise, not actor performance wise. Are there any winners in this movie other than me? My one argument was Benicio del Toro's character, Alejandro, yeah. I guess, wins because he achieves his goal, but does he really win? Because his daughter was thrown in a vat of acid and his wife was beheaded. So, <laughs> well, that wasn't in the movie. I mean, that. I, I, I get still, what you're yeah. saying. If there is a winner, it's him. He accomplishes his goal. He has a goal at the beginning. He finishes it at the end. So if you want, if you're going to force me to pick a winner, then it's him. But in reality, there is no winner. And that's the point is that they're showing that how brutal and violent this war is and how impossible it is for either side to win that everybody ends up a loser. And there, there's not a whole lot you can do about that. Yeah, I mean, no one other than Benicio del Toro's character really, no one wins. I mean, what do you think? And it's not like he goes home and he's like super happy now, like he has a great life. No, yeah, he's just he's just he goes back to the cartel. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. He just keeps searching for people to kill. 
Yeah. Um, I think like, I mean, I'm looking through the top, like the, the six characters that are really like the main part of it. Benicio del Toro, Emily Blunt's character, Kate, Josh Brolin's character, Matt, Jeffrey Donovan, who is one of my just favorite side actors. And do you know what else he's in? No. Have you seen the movie Shot Caller? Where the guy, mm -hmm. this movie's ridiculous. Okay, we, you should watch this movie. This movie's ridiculous. Basically, this Wait, guy. Wait, what character did this guy play? I don't know who you're talking Jeffrey, about. Jeffrey Donovan played the guy who, when they get off the plane, he's one of the agents that meets them and he goes, they go, how are you doing? And he says, it hurts when I pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a good character. He was he's a good character. So there's this movie called Shot Caller, and it's about the, basically this guy goes out for some drinks with his family, like normal upscale family they go out for some drinks and he's driving home and he gets he runs a red light crashes kills two of the people he's with and gets a dui and gets sent to this movie's insane insanity he gets sent to maximum security san quentin prison somehow which i don't think that happens when you're like you know, <laughs> obviously he killed two people got vehicular homicide yeah. or manslaughter but i think they and they maximum end up in, security in the movie they go you're going with the big dogs and he basically joins the aryan brotherhood and one of the main aryan brothers is jeff that is played by that guy jeffrey donovan his name is bottles and i'll send you the clip after we're recording it is one of the oh he's so fucking good in that movie um but yeah so jeffrey donovan shout out to him just a great character actor he's awesome in this movie with the mustache just kind of joking mm. around the whole time um <laughs> But yeah, so you look at all those characters. I mean, John Berthal, dead. Daniel Kaluuya, um, who plays Reggie, he's probably off the force, I guess. He's like Kate's friend in the movie. He, I don't know what he's doing. He's probably like rethinking everything in his life. Yeah, just rethinking his job, yeah. his career Kate, path. Kate is probably doing the exact same thing. Matt, Matt's probably pretty all right. I think he's happy. And Benicio Del Matt's, character. Matt's, Matt might be a winner. <laughs> he's your, is he your favorite character? I think he's my favorite character in this Ah, oh, that's a good He's question. so funny. I, I didn't love. I didn't like Kate. She wasn't a super likable character. I would. I would say Matt. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, Alejandro, Alejandro. I think he stole. Good. He stole a lot of scenes. He might have stolen. Did he rape? I, that I would guy? pick him. Did he rape Guillermo? No, I don't know. Wasn't that weird though? I I googled it and they, I think it, they would have. I think they would have made that more clear. Yeah. What was he gagging on? <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> uh, wait <laughs> the jug was full what he he walks into the room with a full know, jug dude, of water think about it <laughs> yeah he, and then he kind of starts putting his crotch in the guy's face weird right i'm like oh maybe it's a power thing <laughs> and then you know then he drops yeah, that's what i thought and then he drops the full gallon and i'm like all right there's still water in that and then i hear some gag noises and i'm like oh what's uh what's going on here yeah i don't know dude I yeah, pretty, I, uh, I'm taking it as he tortured him. I'm not. I'm not going. Yeah. To, I'm not going. It's, tor to it's torturing me thinking about it. But yeah, I I googled it. Um, probably shouldn't have. <laughs> probably shouldn't have done that on the school computer. What did Google say? Yeah, Google was up. It was uh, it was up in the air. No one could figure it out. Okay, good, good. I'm glad. I guess it was guess just it, like yes. Yeah, it just says yes in in the 2015 <laughs> film Sicario. <laughs> um. Guillermo gets raped by Alejandro. No, that's not. What, but um, no, I I do. So I guess it's this is based off a book, and I guess in the book he gets waterboarded. So okay, so that's that. what we're going with then. And then the redditors, I went to Reddit. I don't know why, and they they were talking about it, and they said he ends up saving. One of the redditor redditors goes, 
he ends up saving Kate from getting raped by um, John Bernthal's character, which I don't think that's what he was going to do. I think he was going to. No, he was just going to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She was was like like, moments from death. So, yeah, I was like, watch that one again, chief. That's kind of a crazy one. So the other thing in this movie is the aerial drone shots. Those are insane. The, the, the main one that I'm thinking of is the sky when the guy goes, want to come see some fireworks, which is a sick, yeah. sick scene. There are so many scenes that you can just go back and watch again. There are so, there's so many great scenes like that. Opening scene is amazing. Um, the whole Burnthal, like meeting Burnthal yeah, at the whole bar. Sequence was good. That's really good. I mean, my favorite scene there when they're moving Guillermo and then they're in traffic and traffic gets stopped. I think that's easily the best scene in the movie. I don't it's think it's even so close. It's so sick. It's so sick. The tunnel scene is insane too. Um, and but when when they're in traffic and they they're having the tension build oh. and they keep going back and forth on the walkie-talkies like to the left there's another yeah. to the right and then they're like gun gun and then bodies just start dropping like yeah. and Kate Ding. Kate shoots the guy and she's like, What the fuck are we doing? It, like, oh my god. <laughs> I love that she's mad. She's not mad necessarily that she just killed someone. She's mad that like I don't know how to explain it was just it was funny because it's such like a it, she's not saying fuck because she like took someone's life. She's saying fuck that she like had to do it, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm explaining that right. It's just funny. She's like, fuck, I just had to fucking kill that guy. <laughs> she's not yeah, mad that she had to, like, like the fact about killing, it's the fact that she like just shouldn't have. I don't know if I'm explaining myself. It was funny. <laughs> Um, Emily Blunt, you know, married to our boy John Krasinski, Jim from the yes, office. British Lucky man does an amazing American accent in this show. Yeah, Very she does. No, she's she's movie. a phenomenal actor. She's great yeah. in this movie. She plays the part perfectly. At first, you're rooting for, her, and then you're like, it's one of those things where you're rooting for, for the anti. You're rooting. You're rooting against the actual hero of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Can we jump into? Maybe the only subplot that was really impactful for me, which was the Mexican cop who was trafficking oh, yeah. the drugs. Uh, yeah. They do a really good job building up his life and yeah. showing his family and just a normal life. He eats eggs and bacon in bed with his son. Nope, 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 no, no. Let's get this right. It's <laughs> eggs, frijoles, and tortillas, dude, with jalapenos. Okay. What was it? Eggs and what? Eggs, frijoles, which means beans in Spanish, you know, by the okay. way, whatever. Um, jalapenos <laughs> and tortillas. Because remember, he goes, his his uh, his son goes, or, or, you know, he asks him if it's with jalapenos. And he's like, of course. Of course you fucking put it. <laughs> He's like, yes, dad, Dude, you idiot. <laughs> dad, I put the whiskey in your coffee and I got you jalapenos in your eggs. You're good to go. You're good yeah, to go traffic. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the whole time I was just thinking, what? This is this can't end well at all. But it did you think he was gonna die? Yeah, dude, I knew something was up. I at first that I was one realize... of the that was the point in the movie where I was most shocked, where he was just standing there. That shot, that like camera angle, and oh, yeah. you just see him standing there staring at whatever the guy's name is that they're trying to bring in. Yeah, like uh, a man Diaz or something. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, just bullet through the head drops life over kids yeah. life ruined yeah. widow <laughs> widow <laughs> like just so painful that like a guy who didn't deserve to die and, and that that's a big part of this movie is so many people who do bad things but people who don't deserve to die like they do die and yes. it, yeah 
I just think it shows that in that area, I think it, I think there's no other option. I think when it's someone, it's easy for us to sit, it's easy for us to sit here from afar and be like, why would you do that? Why would you knowingly put your family in danger? Just move. Like, why would you, what are you going to do if the cartel comes to your village and is like, you're going to move these drugs for us, or you're going to end up like the decapitated naked bodies that are hanging from the bridge in your town every day. Like I'm going to move the fucking drugs. What what other yeah. option do I have? I don't have the money to move elsewhere. I don't have any other option. I have to do this or I'll be decapitated in my, so <laughs> yeah, it's a lose-lose situation. Strung up under the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's very heartbreaking because obviously I thought the same thing when he gets shot. I'm like, Oh, I, my thoughts immediately like yours went to the kid. Like yeah. this is a kid who's been asking his dad to play soccer. Um, and he's just gone. Just a normal life, except the dad does one really illegal thing. <laughs> yeah, and I, it's just unfortunate. Another great scene is when they pick up, when they go to um, the like base that's holding all the uh, like illegal mm. immigrants. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really interesting scene. That's a scene, you don't really get a scene with a ton of illegal immigrants like that, especially over the border or uh, like in that an- area of yeah the u.s mexico um and it was really interesting just to see that felt realistic that felt like a real part of a like that felt like something that would actually be happening and how it would actually happen um, yeah definitely. it was just very it was i just love this movie because i feel like this is a part this is a whole untapped thing i know breaking bad gets into it but this is like no breaking no, bad's more of like a, a character study this is about the war on drugs yeah, and it's specifically the cartel in Mexico, which I yeah. just feel like you don't get to hang out with the people that are fighting this and the people that are involved like this. Um, yeah, so a bunch of great scenes. I was so happy with this movie. Just, I mean, obviously it's a tough, it's like an intense watch. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure how happy I was of happy. a listen of a listen this this pod is going to be because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty a dark stuff. But I mean, it's yeah. a dark, it's a dark movie. I I really thoroughly enjoyed it though and i was glued to the screen the entire time absolutely Um, who do you think had the best performance in the movie acting wise i have to go to benicio del toro i think josh brolin was great but i i just thought benicio stole every scene that he was in and delivered every line perfectly and i also think his character was the i don't know the deepest the most layered so yeah I'll I'll give it to him. What about you? Um, the thing that won it over from the thing that won me about Benicio was the eyes. His eyes, mm-hmm. he looked so those eyes had yeah. like seen shit. You could just tell. Yeah. Um I liked Emily Blunt's performance a lot. I thought she was really good. Um I thought the way that they dressed her down was really interesting because she's still obviously like very pretty because she's just like a model and actress, but she was very dressed down, which was interesting. But um, her handling of the guns and everything, she looked very. I think she she must have taken like small arms training or something. Mm. I was really impressed with. Her I'm, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. Because she looked, she was like really good it, in it. Yeah. So you're giving it to her over everyone. I don't know. It's between her and Benicio del Toro. Josh Brolin was really good in this movie, though. I think. Yeah, he was. His character fantastic. is perfect because I feel like those are t- those are. I feel like they're guys like that. Um, the military is kind of like a, a brotherhood, or you know, and I'm that extends to the police force and all that type of stuff. And at the end of the day, guys are going to be guys are going to goof around and joke. 
and mm-hmm. I just love the banter. Like, I love when he gets into um, Mexico and they're having like the the meeting with Delta Force, just kind of like debriefing about what's going on. And then he's like, "You got the shakes? You still are you are you like over your hangover shakes or whatever?" And like, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, pretty good. I I had a couple beers, or whatever." And then they're like, "Oh, well, we got some." some liquor in the car if you need it yeah if you <laughs> if, if your hands get shaky if your hands get shaky yeah it's pretty funny i um, i thought his overall demeanor and calmness yeah throughout the whole movie and then especially at the end right when they get out of the tunnel and he's like yeah. fucking clean up boys <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's like that's just like his day is yeah. doing that shit and and he's so used to it and desensitized to all the violence that you I, see kate get so angry at yeah, I wish we hung out with him for a little longer. I wish we kind of, like, I, I wish, time. I don't know. I mean, there is a Sicario, too, so we probably should get into that. It does not have True. good ratings at all. This this Sicario has really good ratings, actually. Um, Right now, it's got a 84% on Just Watch, 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, which yeah, is sequel, really good. Yeah, sequels are tough, Yeah, the sequel something this good. Yeah, Sicario Day of the Soldado has a whopping hold on i i saw it the other day and it was it's 62 percent on rotten tomatoes so not great um but i mean benicio del toro and josh brolin are in it and jeffrey donovan too um can we talk about the john bernthal scene and his whole Mm -hmm. thing um Mm -hmm. you're a john bernthal guy correct i think you're a big fan of him am i i don't think so i mean i like oh i thought you were i thought you were no we're not no i I haven't No, not a Walking Dead guy. I haven't seen him in much. He was he played a uh, a Marvel character that uh just called like Crossbones or something. He was good, but he was kind of like a side character. Yeah, he was in Fury too. I that's kind of where I most. I never saw him. Fury. I heard it was great though. Fury's awesome. I would highly recommend it. Him and Shia LaBeouf or Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Shia. I don't know. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Wow. Shia LaBeouf. Um, yeah, and Brad Pitt, obviously. I, I, fun fact, I had a haircut modeled after Brad Pitt hair in there. It was oh, that's that's haircut. about all you had modeled after him, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awful haircut, awful haircut. I had. Um, Brad pulled it off. I'll be honest with you, I'm not a John Rinkthal guy. I don't know why. Oh, oh, really? Okay. And did you see Walking Dead or no? I watched a little bit of it. Is maybe it's because I his character annoyed me in that. Well, isn't I feel like he's meant to play like a. Dickhead he always, character. Yeah, he kind of always plays like a little scummy. <laughs> yeah, guy. you're not supposed to like him. I don't. Yeah, think. I don't. I. I. Yeah, I. I think he, he plays the right character for that. But you don't and like I, him as an actor, you mean? Because I think. No, I think he's a great actor. I think he's a great actor. I just okay. don't like the characters, which yeah. I guess he's doing his job. And I heard him on a podcast shitting on people for taking naps, and I was like, dude, Navy SEALs. Take- <laughs> and I was like, listen, bro, Navy SEALs take naps, so why don't you fuck off, John Bernthal? Yeah. Athletes at the highest level actually take a lot yeah, of naps. Actually, take that. Victor Wembanyama, you ever heard of him? Takes <laughs> takes many naps a day. So that's my two cents on you. To maybe you they don't take well. two and a half hour naps. Yeah, maybe but... they take seven twenty minute naps, but they're <laughs> that's fine. It's fine. Um, you know, I so all right. So let's break that that scene down. Um, did you had any idea? Like, I thought he was just going to be a love interest in the in the movie. I thought, oh, here we come. Here comes the love interest, like the obligatory. Um, female action character needs a love interest to kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. Make I I thought I'll tell you what I thought. I thought they were gonna go back to the house, have sex, whatever, and then the after sex chat would somehow lead to Kate spilling the beans about everything she's seeing. And then I thought John Bernthal's character was gonna get like 
overly involved and like become a a big piece of the story and maybe end up like getting shot or something and and getting too close to it and obviously that was way off but really well done by the the film and a good setup because i didn't see it coming at all what what he ended up being that's exactly what i thought was gonna happen i thought that he was gonna play that the the thing that kind of annoys me about action movies is that cheesiness factor where yeah there's a female in an action movie she immediately gets paired with some love interest for whatever reason there's a side plot about love doesn't need to happen um there's always the guy that gets shot so many times and doesn't die drives me nuts doesn't need to happen there's always over stunting and craziness like that that's what's so awesome about this movie is an action movie there's no unnecessary love interest in fact kate is having a tough time finding people because she's so invested in this extremely hard job which seems yeah. like it's what that job really is like in real life um people die when they are supposed to they get shot and they die which mm-hmm. is perfect um and then there wasn't I felt like the explosions and the shooting and everything wasn't overdone. I felt like that was what would have it, what it would have been like if that was to happen. Um, yeah, it's a different style of action. It's more about the tension than exactly. in in like how quick everything happens rather than the actual like visuals of it all. Exactly. And that's why I love this scene with John Bernthal because I didn't know where it was going. I thought it was going one way and then obviously the subtle little thing about the rubber band which they obviously couple scenes before when they're taking out money and they make sure to include the rubber band and then you see him which i know that's kind of a plot hole why would he have a little bit of a plot hole why why are they that obvious with it like yeah <laughs> like you you have to have this symbol on your keychain couple things the police seized all that money so why did john yeah. bernthal get that around his like, well, no, I I think all the money launderers that was their like thing to be like I'm a money launderer. <laughs> oh, and okay, so that's weird. Um, and then yeah, why would he keep it on him if he's a police officer? Like, why would you have that on you? Especially after you heard about, I'm sure you would hear about the bus yeah, that the just happened. <laughs> yeah, so got kind of weird, but obviously, yeah, they start making out. Um, great instincts on her to, you know, kind of spot the thing being pulled out and shown and then well honestly though it was a great instincts because I, I get the seeing it but once you see it you just should not react like she did I, yeah she made like weird. you just try to fight the guy <laughs> like that was your your plan was to overpower him like you gotta yeah, i don't know be, just, like, be a little run. bit more secretive just i don't i don't know what you do just be like i, I feel uncomfortable leave i don't know tell someone yeah she like backs up for the gun, but goes way too slow. And then he grabs the gun, and then I'm like, "Oh, she she's just makes it so die. obvious that she knows something, though." Yeah. like I don't know. There's just wait. How does Benicio del Toro get in there again and kill him? They never, they never explained that. They, they just said they were, or they alluded to the fact they were just following her, and they were just making sure that nothing bad happened. And... Yeah. Okay. Got it. That makes sense. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. Um. By the way, I was. I think this was a part of the point of the movie. I was very, very confused for at least the first half. And I think it was supposed to feel that way because Kate was so confused about everything that was happening. Like, why am I here? What are we doing? What's our mission? And the whole time I'm just like, I have no idea what's going on. But the only thing you're supposed to focus on is like the the violence and the methods and the... And you're supposed to feel like Kate, who's in completely in the dark. 
So I, a, I, I don't know. I just thought that was well that's done. That's a really good point. That's a really I, that's a really good point because I also was like, well, the whole thing I kept thinking was, why was she handpicked? Yeah. Like, out of all the care, all out of all the people, why the fuck did you pick her? She's there like, was so much they did just didn't explain like that, yeah that stuff. You could have taken anyone else on that force that would have just been like, all right, whatever. But she was like clearly antagonistic in and then they never they never like give her a role or an assignment they're just like yep come with us and it's like yeah why like what do you need me for yeah and then they finally and then they just kind of let her bring along reggie (laughs) he just kind (laughs) of hops in yeah he does (laughs) he drives them they call him like the driver or whatever and then he's just there for a while and yeah um you know also shout out reggie our for air force or Army ROTC. I myself is a ro- am a ROTC man one semester. Not a big deal. So, <laughs> not a big deal. And he's basically, bilingual. Ladies. I'm basically Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a taken man as well. So, so. Uh, anyways, I I was um I was confused. They, the that, audience so. didn't have to know that they could have they could have <laughs> kept their dreams. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Okay. So John Bernthal's scene was really really good. Um. The other thing I want to talk about was the the weird delta guy with the beard who's just like keep your asses to the back like when they're about to go in the cave in the cave and he just kind of shits on he was a fucking good character i liked yeah. him he just was like out of nowhere kind of oh i love the scene too where they walk in and they're watching cartoons with the illegal immigrants oh yeah yeah that was pretty funny and when they um when the guy is showing them the map about like where to go and where not to go and then they're like, so we want to go here. And they're all like, no, no, no. And they all start like, laughing. <laughs> that was pretty funny, too. That was um, funny. Yeah. Overall, what would you give this movie out of 10? Damn. All right. So I kind of overdid my first rating with a 9.3 for Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Uh, you love that, that movie. One. I didn't. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I overdid it. That's too high for that movie. So, but I'm not going to. William McGillicuddy's right now. <laughs> It's empty. It was just on my desk. I'm not hammered. Something to fiddle, just something to fiddle with. Yes, I'm very fiddly. I have multiple things on my hands at oh all times. Oh my god! <laughs> Dude, like when you know, like you know, when crows bring back like random metal objects. That's what you are right now. Yeah, I got I don't even know what this other object is in my hand. It was just yeah, a, like a hexagon on, on my desk. <laughs> it's fun one to play the, with. One of the knickknacks they leave the fairy. What was I talking about? Oh, my uh, rating. rating. Yeah, so I gave Glengarry a nine three. I'm just gonna adjust that now. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna move that down to an eight seven, which is what I think it really, truly was. I think this movie was a eight point eight for me. Oh, okay. Um, I kind of want to adjust my Glenn Gary as well. I want to adjust. <laughs> I want to adjust it to a nine. Okay. And then I want to give this one nine three. Wow, I that love this is movie. high. Yeah, I you you did love movie. it. You know, you did. I love, love this movie. For what it is, for that's the problem is like it's hard to compare movies that are so different. And for what it is, as an action thriller, it's perfect. It's like as close to perfect. Okay, as see, I just I disagree with that. I think there's well, like, a lot of slow moments in this. There's a lot of downtime where there's not a whole lot of action happening, and the plot doesn't seem to be progressing. I also think the montage scenes go on too long. You mentioned like the drone shots and stuff. It's good cinematography, but do we really need like? five straight minutes of it where <laughs> we're just it. looking at mountains. Like I, I, that stuff kind of bugged me a little bit and I just thought there was a lull in the middle. I don't think they ever got back to how good that scene when they were trying to cross the border was even, even the final sequence, which was phenomenal. I don't think 
quite got back to that level and I was just waiting for it the whole time. So that's why it, it's it has flaws for me, but it was very good. I you're you're right. I kind of feel I I agree with you. There was some slow points, but I was just locked in. I don't know why. I was so locked in. Maybe on rewatch I would give it a lower level because I know what's going to happen. Um because the whole time I just was locked in, I was like something's going to happen and when it didn't, I didn't feel like I was left unsatisfied, but I do understand what you're saying. For the drone shots, I was like, "Look at the tree! Oh my, look at the ma- oh my god, look at the house!" I was so, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I was not like that." I was like, "Holy fuck! Can we please see the characters? Can I hear some dialogue?" Like, it, it, all I heard was helicopter, ch- like the chopper fucking propellers oh, yeah. going. I was like, "Okay, I, I get it. Like, this was what Mexico looks like." I was like, the sky's pink and it's dark blue. <laughs> sick. It's you know, a quad could shot. do that. That's so Dude, funny. I, I don't know if you ever saw the Batman, another great movie that Which does one? the same thing. The the most recent one with, uh, oh God, Robert Pattinson. And it's like a three hour movie. And I think 30 minutes of it could have been cut for, for really? montages. Yeah, I, I, not 30 minutes, but a good portion of it is just like, motorcycle scenes driving through the rain <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's like we we got it we could have done like half that length of time i'm a sad billionaire in a, in a nice bat suit <laughs> it's raining I am outside vengeance. i love the color black and it's raining outside <laughs> it's rainy and i'm not i'm not particularly athletic like superman so i drive this motorcycle <laughs> with my billion dollars dude <laughs> you're not a superhero guy you can't make fun of that Oh God, I'm not. I, it's dude. Oh, I'm. I'm. I don't like the thing that's ruining cinema, Jordan. Oh my God, it <laughs> saved cinema. I would uh, argue. No, all right, well, all right. this is just. I, I I couldn't even argue either way because I don't know. But yeah, you haven't um, even seen any of the movies, so I. I've can't seen a couple of Marvel movies, and I, I halfway through, I was like, I want to not be here. Yeah, but that was before you were a movie guy. So I think if you tried again, you'd get into it. No, I I still think I would be like I I can't I don't. do. What movie was it? <laughs> Couldn't even tell you. Um, exactly. You you would have to go in a certain order, and you, no. if you if you start with a bad Marvel movie, you're not gonna like it. Like that's just I, never that that's the same with anything. First off, I can't do non relatively realistic. I can't do like sci fi fantasy superhero stuff. All right. I well, then you're you're not a movie guy. I'm sorry. I, like that's no. that's a big that's a big no no. You I like horror movie. movies? Yeah. I don't know why. Because I think that, feel that's like, the oh, most shit. fucking. <laughs> you said you said you like horror movies, and your two fingers like floated into screen. I thought that freaked me out. Um, no, I I, I know that's a <laughs> that contradiction, like but that feels that's just different. I I don't like that's the, the most overly... out there like supernatural well, sci-fi shit you can get. You're very right. It's not I even don't like sci-fi. the I don't like the over overly um fantasy, you know, horror movies though. Like I like ones that seem. I mean, none of them are. Did you watch? Nope. Love the Conjuring. I love the Conjuring. I love. Yeah, I know, and that's so. I I can't believe you can say you love the Conjuring, but you don't love like fantasy or unrealistic things. I know the Conjuring like happened, but did it? Did it happen like that? Jordan, someone's gonna you're gonna awake to a to a demon <laughs> in your bed. No, Rosemary. see, I might get like slightly possessed. The covers might shift a little bit, but I don't think that there's gonna be like a demon nun screaming in my bedroom. I just don't I do. believe in that. I actually do think that's gonna happen to you. Oh my god! <laughs> um, wait, I'm trying to find my I'm trying to find my favorite, um, my favorite horror movie of all time is called Session Nine. It is 
one of it's the scariest movie, and it's literally just about this asbestos cleanup crew that's cleaning um an old asylum, and they it gets spooky, Jordan. It gets fucking <laughs> spooky. Oh sure, it does. It sounds spooky. It sounds Ready? like a fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Nope, it is actually a sixty-six. Do you know what Captain America: Civil War is? Oh God! Ninety-two. He probably wasn't in the <laughs> Civil go. War. Oh, was he frozen? Let me guess. Was he yeah, frozen? Yo, you you bring up you you bring up the fucking ratings, the Rotten Tomato scores, like they matter. Yes, that's true. Um, listen to this: Tension, tensions rise within an asbestos cleaning crew as they work in an abandoned <laughs> mental hospital with a horrific past that seems to be coming back. Okay, I'm gonna hold on to the fact that when you watch this movie, you were not a movie guy, and you've made the transformation. Same with the Marvel stuff. You watched it. You weren't a movie guy. You are now a movie guy, so you'd have a different appreciation for every movie since the transformation from not a movie guy to a movie guy. Therefore, it is my mission to turn you into a full movie guy who likes sci-fi and fantasy and all like of it. Alien. We're going to watch The Hobbit. We're going to oh, watch... Oh, fuck no. I fell asleep during The Hobbit. I tried to watch no, The Hobbit. I, don't, I didn't love The Hobbit. I'm Lord of the Rings? Oh, my God. Lord of the Rings, I'd rather go to... Never tried Lord of the Rings. Oh, I slept um, through But we're going, we're going Star Wars. I mean, oh, that's... Fuck. We're going Star Wars. I love Wars, Alien. We're going I love Marvel. Alien. And we're going... Uh, get I love Out. A- I love Have Alien. Get oh, out? I love Get Out. I watch Get Out. I love Get Out. Okay, yes. I, that's not really fantasy, but I want... You gotta see Nope. Nope is phenomenal if you haven't seen it. I do that. wanna it's see Nope. Jordan Peele um, also. I love Alien, which we can do. Alien is awesome as a sci-fi movie. No, if you've already seen it, we're not doing it. And you just said you like sci-fi and then named the most sci-fi e movie you could possibly think of in Alien. Yeah, maybe I you know, I speak a lot. I think you're just a Marvel hater. I think I you do, just don't I like really don't like superhero movies. I really don't like superhero movies. I've tried. I've <laughs> I genuinely have tried. I like uh, the Joker. I really like the Joker. Oh, okay. I, I really like the Joker. Dark I like. I love Dark Knight Rise. Or no, have you begins. seen the Dark Knight? Yeah, I've seen the Dark Knight. I love that movie. Okay. I think I'm a DC okay. guy. I think I'm a DC guy. Now that I've Oof. talked it out, <laughs> I don't like Marvel. Hopefully not, because DC's not on the up and up. Dude, I oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! You made me watch The Vanishing, and Marvel's cheesy. The Vanishing was, dude. Point. I'm watching Point Break right now. Exactly. And you want to talk about cheesy? Jeez, a crow. It's a terrible movie. So far, the robber robs a bank and then pulls his his ass out and it says "thank you" on it. As All right. So hear me bank. out. There's 22 Marvel movies. There's a month left. Well, I'm not watching summer. any of them. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Fuck. No, we're not doing that. Is, I'm not watching that. I'm I'm never gonna do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what about Star Wars? Right, I've tried. I've tried that one a couple. You times. tried Star Wars and you didn't I've like tried it. it. No, not a Star Wars guy. Don't I don't why. believe you. I don't. Believe I've tried you. it. I tried it multiple times. You must As have I've watched got, like, like I've tried. I've, what, I watched the first one. That's actually the fifth one or whatever. What is it? Well, you know how that is. See, uh, it, you're bordering on making me angry, so I need you to just specify <laughs> what the movie was about. I watched the first one that ever came out, and then and you didn't like it. A New Hope. Yeah. I don't okay. know. I, I I didn't have any hope for it. It was the first oh, one, and then, you know, it's like, oh, it's actually the fifth one, but it's the first one ever. It's the fourth one. And then there's, like, it's, a tall... It's four. Yeah, and then, like, the tall, hairy the guys screaming at the... At dude, the, you're mixing... Yeah, I, I don't know. Chewbacca. Tall, yeah, hairy Chewbacca. ass, dude. <laughs> okay. Chewbacca. If you didn't like A New Hope, then I'm not going to get you into Star Wars, because that's just... Yeah, not happening. That's a downer. Not happening, feller. 
I to did show like someone Alien, to show someone a movie and them just not be into it at all is the worst feeling. I I, I know. I'm so I just don't want to do that to you. So I I feel like should, <laughs> it's just best. I think I'll it. spare myself, but you know you what? you're missing out. I so. we I'm yeah. Um, no, we'll we have a lot of movies on the list that we're gonna watch. You get to pick the next one because I've been. Oh, of... you said that last time. I thought. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I what happened was all these movies are available to watch on Tubi. Or YouTube and to be all these movies were going within the next week, so I was like, we got to get this one out. So, all right, if I'm if I'm picking the next movie, I mean, we're going to Oppenheimer, but the next yeah. movie after that, if I get to pick that, we're going slightly sci-fi or something. Like, there's going to be some aspect that's not realistic. I just we're doing it, and it's going to be a slow integration. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's an even <laughs> partnership. It's a labor of love. So I will, yep. uh, we'll let you do that. All right. We've gone way off track here. Um, All right. Thank you all for listening. That has been our review of the movie Sicario from 2015. What a film. Thank you, Jordan, for coming on and doing this with me. We are going to be back with whatever movie Jordan picks to do next. So stay tuned for that. Thank you all for listening and peace.